Hi, welcome back to Cycling Talk Podcast with me, George Mahoney. Today I'm joined by rider for Canyon Shram and winner of the 2021 Swift Academy, Miles Alsman. At just 18 years old, Maud has got so much potential and she's such an incredible rider and she has amazing English. Thank you so much to Maud for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for joining me today, Maud. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be on your podcast and to, yeah, to talk to you. What's your first memory of being on a bike? Um, so my first time on a road bike, I think I was like, 13 years old um and yeah I really enjoyed it I just did some some small laps like 10 to 20k um and yeah I really started to do more riding when I was 14 I think mm-hmm. um but yeah in the Netherlands we we go on the bike like quite a lot already when you're younger but my first time on the road bike I think I was 13 years old what's the first bike that you remember being really excited about oh I think that should be my Kenyan bike which I had last year um, I'm riding on a Kenya now of course also um, but I, my first bike I had on my own was last season and that was on a Kenyan which I was really excited about. So you grew up in the Netherlands can you mm-hmm. tell me whereabouts and what it was like? So in the Netherlands it's really flat um, and we have a lot of wind and in, in the winter it can be really ra- rainy and cold as well. Um, so yeah, riding on my bike, we mostly have flat roads <laughs> and quite a lot of wind. Um, but yeah, when you have tailwind, it's really nice. But sometimes with the headwind, it was it was really hard. <laughs> so I understand that you did triathlon. Were you part of a local tri club? Yeah, I was part of a, a yeah a local traveling team here in my city um and we were I think with six few boys a few girls and yeah it was really nice you also did dance how did you get into this oh I think I started dancing when I was four years old so I started quite uh, at a young age um and I I stopped dancing when I was 14 so I did it for almost 10 years um yeah and after it I started to get into triathlon and into cycling were there many people in your area that you lived that were into cycling um yeah so my dad when he was younger he was also doing triathlon and cycling so uh I knew a bit from him and also some people I knew were into triathlon um and I started when I saw a race and I saw all the girls racing and I was really inspired and motivated and I wanted to try that as well um, and yeah from then on I just started training more and more and then I went into cycling. Do you remember your first triathlon? Oh yeah I remember I was 13 years old then and I didn't had done much swimming and running and riding also so the distance was really short actually in the triathlon um, but still I was struggling a lot mm-hmm. on the swimming part I was just out of breath the whole time I was just surviving till I could finally end the swimming part and then on the run I think I walked for almost the whole the whole run I was just walking because I thought it was so hard but it was so challenging and I was really going going through my limits and yeah that's what I really like so uh, even though I wasn't really fast I still wanted to to try another triathlon. <laughs> You did the Dutch National Triathlon Champs in 2018. Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. tell me about this? 
Yeah, so I think that was also my first, uh, yeah, my first championship I did. Um, and yeah, it was really nice. Um, the level was actually already really high. So I was really happy that I think I finished in the top 10. Not sure, but yeah, that was a good race. At the Giraffon National Champs, you took fifth in your category. Mm-hmm. Was cycling always your strongest of the three? Um. Yeah, I think it was the strongest, um, but I maybe didn't notice it back then already um, because I still love to run and yeah, do the swimming also. But I think in that race, it really showed that cycling was one of my strongest parts. Yeah. The following year, you got second in the Duathlon National Champs. How did you feel to get this result? Yeah, that was really exciting for me because it was also my first year as a junior. So, um, yeah, to get a first time on the podium on national championships is is really special. And it was also in that year the hardest race I had done. I really had to go super deep and to suffer a lot. But, yeah, I'm really happy I did and and get on the podium. And also second, yeah, I was really happy. In 2020, lockdown happened. How did your plans change and was it difficult trying to train during the pandemic? Yeah, for me, I was still into triathlon back then. And of course, all the swimming pools were closed. Um, so we couldn't swim for like quite a lot of months. Um, and also there were no races. So we were just training, but yeah, without any goal uh, with the race. Um, but actually the lockdown made sure that I went into cycling from triathlon mm-hmm because there were no swimming pools open. I started to riding more and more. And also I competed in some swift racing, which was really nice because you have a little bit of a goal, a little bit of something that motivates you. Um, And yeah, because of the lockdown, I just, yeah, had more passion about cycling. And that's actually when I made the choice to focus fully on cycling instead of, yeah, all three sports and triathlon. Yeah. In August, 2020, you did the, triathlon super league arena games you were the youngest competitor and you finished fifth can you tell me about what the event was and what it meant to you to get that result yeah that was such a cool event because it was the super league triathlon which is yeah a big event Uh, if you're into triathlon you know it and it was the first time there was a triathlon with um sponsored by swift So we were um, cycling on Swift. We were running on a treadmill on Swift and then swimming in a swimming pool. So yeah, it was really, really cool experience. And we were actually really in an arena. So the people were watching us um, in the public. And then, yeah, we were just on our bike. It wasn't moving and running in our own place. And it was really exciting. And I did, I went into it without any expectations. So yeah, to finish in the top five was really exciting. Mm -hmm. So as you mentioned, you started to get more into cycling. Was it the not being able to swimming that made you want to make this move? Yeah, because, yeah, because I didn't swim for a few months and I did more swift racing. Mm. Um, And also like on the swift racing, I got some good results Mm. in some pro racing and some people just texted me like, oh, maybe you should consider making a switch from triathlon to cycling. But first I thought, oh, no, I'm just doing triathlon. It's all fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started thinking about it a little bit more and I tried to do some criteriums and just some 
cycling racing and then I just fell in love with cycling and yeah that's when I made the switch. For 2021 you joined a team what was that team that you joined? Um, so the team was a junior team here in the Netherlands and it was actually a really good team um, because we could also do the national racing here mm. um, but we also had some Nations Cup in Spain and France so we had the first time for hilly racing and um, yeah it was really nice to be part of it. Oh the team was called Talent Cycling. How did you find racing abroad with the team? Yeah, that was really cool because, um, yeah, we were still junior. You're under 19. I think I was 17 years old. And then we were already in a position where we could do some racing in Spain and France. It was really nice to just get, yeah, all the girls were my friends also. So we were just with our, my friends to, to Spain. And it's also really nice to compete to gr- with girls from other countries um, just to see where your level is, but also to meet new people. And yeah, it was a really nice experience. And also we did some uh, stage racing, so three days racing. And yeah, I think it's really nice. We got the opportunity to do that as a junior already because now on the elite uh, level, you get a lot of stage racing done. So yeah, that's really nice. You got selected to represent the Netherlands in the junior European champs road race. How did it feel to be selected for that? Yeah, that's that's really incredible to be selected and to really represent your country for, yeah, in a European championship. And yeah, I didn't really expect it because the level in the Netherlands is actually really high also in the junior category already. So yeah, it was really nice to to go to Italy where the championship was and to, to ride there, uh, represent my country with the girls. Yeah, really cool. What was the race like? Can you tell me a bit more about it? Yeah, so the parkour was actually really hard. We had to go up this climb, I think, six times. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we just had a plan as a Dutch team to make the race really hard and try to go f- for the podium with a few girls. Um, so my part was just in the beginning, try to make it really hard and split up the peloton a bit, which luckily worked. Um, but there were quite a lot of crashes also. And I think we were one time behind the crash. So we didn't really get the result we came for. But yeah, the experience was really nice. In 2021, you took part in the Swift Academy. Can you tell me about this and how you signed up? Yeah, so I signed up, I think, in August or in September. And it was actually in the beginning also because I had a, a lot of road racing going on in the weekends. And I knew that the Swift Academy workouts were just a really nice tool to get some good training done because the sessions were 50 till 50 minutes to one hour. Um, so I did just did the training in the week and then did my racing in the weekends. Um, but then I think I got an email that, uh, yeah, I was in maybe could go to the finals or I was in the top 20 or something for the Swift Academy. And I didn't even expect it. I was like, whoa, that's really cool that I'm that I get this email. Um, and I just kept going with all the workouts you have to finish in Swift Academy. And then I made it to the top five. <laughs> How did you feel when you found out that you were going to be going to Mallorca to compete in the finals? Oh, that was so nice. So Actually, I got an email that I had this interview um, in the evening. So I was totally prepared to have an interview. 
And then all of a sudden, Kasia Niviadoma came into the Zoom call and they just tricked us. It was a little prank um, because she was just telling me that I made it already to the finals and it wasn't an interview. So, yeah, the way they told us was also, yeah, really fun. Um, But yeah, I couldn't really believe it because I, yeah, I'm still, I was still 17 by the time. Um, So, yeah, it was so cool to, to already go to Mallorca and also to compete uh, with the other girls for the pro contract. What was it like when you saw your Canyon Shram bike and kit? Oh, that was so cool. Um, yeah, I went to just into the hotel and then you can also see it on the GCM videos. We just walked in and then there was this bike and it had our name on it also. So yeah, it was really our bike for the week. And yeah, when we got the kit, it was just like Christmas. It was so cool <laughs> to get it on and you just already felt a bit like a pro and yeah it was such a nice feeling. When you went to Mallorca how were you feeling about the competition? Um, so I actually didn't really feel quite nervous for the competition um, because I just knew it was such an amazing experience and I just wanted to enjoy it as much as I could um, but yeah of course um, I tried to prepare a bit for the challenges coming up so I took a little bit of rest before the week so that I was totally ready to go for it. Um, but my feeling, I just wanted to take it all in and just think this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And yeah, so I just tried to enjoy every moment. <laughs> On the first day, was it exciting to meet everyone? Yeah, it was really exciting. And also it was the first time it was the men and the women's combined. So yeah, we're still friends also, the 10, 10 finalists. And yeah, it was really nice to meet everyone and also um, to meet so many new people from so many different countries. It's really interesting and really, yeah, really special connection that everyone just came from all over the world to Mallorca and we were just all there in one place. And I think also on the, the first day, we meet the pros already. So we met Mathieu van der Poel, which was really cool. And also Cassia Niviadoma. So yeah, it was a really nice experience. Did you feel a bit starstruck when you met them? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can see it on the video also. Everyone was like, whoa, this is so cool. And also like that we could just talk to them and ask for tips or just ask questions. That was, I think the nicest part that we could just really talk with them and yeah that's really special. You did some efforts on Zwift on the first night were you a bit nervous with people watching? Yeah on the first the first challenge I was quite a bit nervous because it was a test also and I normally don't do a lot of testing so I didn't really know what to expect from myself Um, but also we were just with the five of us doing the test but there were so many people watching uh, and filming and yeah just looking at you doing your all-out efforts and I've never experienced that also mm-hmm. uh, because normally you're just on your bike by your own and yeah. nobody sees you and now everybody was watching me for <laughs> us and yeah um, I was yeah I was a bit nervous for it but I just tried to focus on myself focus on what I needed to do and that's how I yeah got through it. On the second day, you went on a ride with some pros from Kenya Shram and yeah. there was a hill climb lead out with fixed gearing, which mm-hmm. you won. Can you talk me through the climb? Yes. Yeah, so this climb, I think, was 
four minutes, something like that. Um, and we did already like a big ride through it. Uh, also, we rode with Neve and Cassia there. So it was really nice to, to ride for the first time with the pros. Um, and we did the hill already, I think, four times before we went up as a competition. So we really knew how the hill was going and where the steep parts were and where you, yeah, you could just really make the difference. Um, but then we, when, when we were down the climb, uh, Lars told us he was going to get the batteries from the SRAM out. So we couldn't gear up or down. And we had this big gear. So everyone was like, is it a joke or are we really going to do it? Um, and it was really hard because you just, yeah, you feel the burn in your legs when you have this big gear and it's mm. totally different than when you can choose your own pace. Um, but yeah, it was a really nice, uh, nice race. On the third day, you went for a gentle road ride and then there was a points race on Zwift, which you dominated. Mm -hmm. At 18 years old, were you expecting to do so well in this competition? No, I didn't. Um, it was also, I surprised myself uh, on that race and also on the third day. Um, because in the morning we did, yeah, we, we rode in the rain, which also took a bit of energy. And it was really uh, good also for the coaches to see, the judges to see, like, how are you dealing with it? And then in the, ev yeah, in the evening, we had a, a big race on Swift and... Uh, I went into the race just knowing where the points were, where the climbs were. And I just thought, okay, if I just focus on the climbs and what's coming, then I will just get through this race. But I never expected to be that dominant. And yeah, I surprised myself there also. I was just, I just really had a plan what I wanted to do when I used my power up. And I think because I was so focused on it and I really believed in my own strengths, I just was able to be that dominant because I just knew exactly what was going to happen mm -hmm. and what my plan was. So, yeah, but it still surprised me a bit. <laughs> that night there was an elimination. Your place was pretty secure, but did you still feel a bit nervous beforehand? Um, so actually we didn't know that there was going to be an elimination. We were just standing there and then they told us. So it was a surprise for everyone. We didn't know what was happening. Um, and yeah, I maybe was secure of my place, but still I was actually really nervous because we had no idea what they think about us or, yeah, I didn't really feel like because I had won the challenges that I was, yeah, that I could really feel like, okay, now I'm, I'm going through the next day. Um, so yeah, I was still feeling nervous. Was it hard to see someone go, did you get on well with everyone? Yeah, it was actually quite hard for the women's side and also for the men's side because everyone just came there with a dream, with a goal. And then, you know, there's only one that can take the win, but still it's hard to see someone's yeah dream not being able to fulfill uh, in that moment. Um, but I think we all managed it really well. And yeah, we were really there for each other. We took care of each other really well and... Yeah, it's also part of the game because we knew that there was only going one going to win. But yeah, still it was quite hard to see only one go instead of having one win and then the rest not. But yeah, it was part of it. The next day was a hill climb up Sacalobra. Yeah. Uh, you managed to drop the others just before the top. How did you find it? Oh, that was such a hard day. I 
I think that was almost the hardest day of the whole week because the ride was actually already really long. We had some big elevation already before we went on the climb. And then on the climb, the other competitors made it really hard for me also. I was really struggling to hold the wheels. Um, and also when I think Rachel attacked, um, yes, she was really strong. She was almost riding away from me. But when I just saw the finish line coming up, I just thought, okay, one more time, just give it one more time and then you're at the top. Um, but I didn't even notice that I was dropping them. Only after the finish line, I saw, oh, I won this because it was almost black before my eyes. I just... I was digging deep, quite deep, yeah. <laughs> On the final day, there was a race up Alp de Zwift between the three remaining competitors. Yeah. You won by over 90 seconds. And it was clear when I was watching it how much you really wanted to win that contract. Yeah, so it was the last day and there was the hill climb. And I told myself, like, I don't want to be in the plane going home thinking that I could have given it a little bit more or just show myself a little bit more so I just made this deal with myself you're doing that race and you're doing it hard like you're going to give it your all um, and it was really hard because it was the fifth day already we had these hard challenges the days before everyone was feeling so tired the legs were feeling not so good anymore um, but yeah I just I just went for it and then at one point I was having such a hard time on the climb because it was so hard but I just thought myself like the faster I ride now the sooner I am done so I just need to keep going and then we'll see but yeah it was definitely I think one of the races I have digged deep the most in my whole cycling career yeah. So you got the contract that you wanted yeah. How did it feel when they said your name and told you that you'd won? Oh, that was an incredible moment. I didn't really see it coming. Like, I wasn't expecting it when I was standing there. I wasn't expecting that I was going to win. Um, so I was really surprised when, when they told my name. And, yeah, I, I didn't really let it sink in in that moment. Um, I think after a few days and a week, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is really cool, actually, that I'm going to be a pro at Kane's Fram. And then, yeah, and then I let it all sink in. Um, but when the episodes came online, it was almost a month later. So I knew it a month and I couldn't tell anyone. Uh, and then the episodes came online. And then I was like, oh, I don't think it's all let sink in because it's still so like, yeah, I still couldn't really believe it. <laughs> <laughs> What was your first training camp with Canyon Shram like after you won the contract and got all of your kit and bikes? Um, the first team camp was in January. We went to Mallorca also, so it was really nice to be back there. But now really a part of the team and to meet all the staff, to meet all my teammates, um, which is also really cool because these are cyclists that I'm looking up to and watching in the race on tv and now i can call them my teammates and that yeah that's really special um and then of course we got our new kit um, which is really beautiful i yeah immediately liked it and also with the bike it's just so special that it's all yours and that you can ride on it for the whole year and yeah it was a really nice camp i learned a lot from it how did you find your first race for the team this year Oh, my first race, it was the in March and I raced a Belgian 
classic race. Um, so you can imagine like it's a big peloton, it's cobbles, it's small, narrow roads. And it was just a little bit uh, a shock in the system because I came from juniors, of course, and now into the elite field. And the it took way longer, like more case than when on junior level. But yeah, it was so cool, like to ride in the peloton, knowing that you're a pro with Kane Shrem and that these girls are your teammates. And I learned a lot from it. Um, unfortunately, I crashed also. But yeah, I was really happy that I could finish the race. And I think that was a good uh, starting point for the rest of the season. What are some of the things that you've learned from your races so far in the pro peloton? Oh, I think what I learned in the peloton the most is how important your positioning is and how you really have to fight for your for your position and my teammates are helping me a lot uh, they're giving me tips during the race also where I can sit in the peloton or what I what I can do to be there um, and I've also really learned how important it is to to fuel fuel yourself well with gels or just bars and yeah that's that's something that's really important during racing what races do you have coming up later in the season? Um, so next week I'm riding in Germany and I'm riding a six day stage race. So I'm really excited for that one because it's six days and I have never had a race that long and it's also quite hilly. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And then after it, uh, the first race I will do is probably the national championship. So I will do the time trial on the 23 and also the road race. And then after it, yeah, there are the big tours like the Giro and the Tour de France. And then I will be watching on TV, cheering my teammates and I won't be riding any of the big tours, but I'm really excited to watch it also, the Tour de France for women this year. Uh, what goals do you have for this year? So for this year, my goals are just to have fun and to enjoy the whole experience. And I'm not really expecting anything for myself. Like when you look at the results side, um, but I feel like I have learned already so much and I'm just making smaller steps up. And I think, yeah, my goal for the end of the season is just, yeah, making this progression and to really focus on my process and to, to learn every race and yeah, to make new steps. Where do you see yourself in five years time? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, I think in five years time, I'm 23. I will turn 24 and I just hope that I'm still riding with the team or when I, yeah, just in, a, in a, the same team and just to, to have make these steps that I'm now, yeah, really having as a goal that I want to be good at um, because I think that's really important to look what you want to improve and then you can look further. Um, so, yeah, I hope that I can ride some nice racing and do well there and help my teammates out, yeah. What's your favourite race you've ever done? I think it has to be the European Championship because just the whole environment was just really nice and to have that feeling in the race that you're representing your country. Um, and I think for this year, it was a race we did in Belgium, Dwarsdorf Vlaanderen. It was the small uh, Tour of Flanders so it was really nice to get that experience and also the level of the field was really high there. And yeah, I just learned a lot uh, from all the riders. 
What are a couple of races that you would love to do over the next few seasons? Oh, I would really love to ride a Giro. That's a really big goal for me and a dream to be starting there. And also now with the Tour de France, I would really love to, to ride the Tour. Um, and also, I think, for example, Liège would be a race in the World Tour I would really like or flash. So, yeah, I hope in a couple of seasons I'm able to ride those races, yeah. Where's your favourite place to ride for fun? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I just came home from a team camp in Italy with the national team. And I actually really enjoyed it there um, because we have some hills. And in the Netherlands, we don't, we only have like these small two, three minute hills. Um, and I love a little bit longer hills. Um, so, yeah, I think I have to say Italy. <laughs> what do you like to do when you're not riding your bike? When I'm not riding my bike, I, would re I really like to read books. Um, I'm not going to university anymore, but yeah, I still really like to, to read and to learn uh, outside of cycling, but I also like to bake. Um, and yeah, just to have to spend time with my family, with my friends. Uh, yeah. Who's your favorite current rider? My favorite current rider? Mm, I think one person I'm really looking up to is Annemiek van Vleuten. She's also from the Netherlands and yeah, I've been a fan of her for quite a lot of time now. So I think it has to be her. Have you ever met her? Yeah, I've met her. Yeah. Were you a bit starstruck? Yeah, I was. I think it was a few years ago I've met her. And of course, I made a photo and mm -hmm. asked for a signature. And then in Dwarsdorf Vlaanderen in March, I did the race and then I was in the race with her. And after the race, we also talked uh, about how it was going. So, yeah, that's really special because I'm looking up to her. And then, yeah, now we were in the same race in the peloton. Yeah, that's really cool. Really cool. <laughs> Who's your favorite rider of all time? Ooh, women? A women rider? Anyone. Oh, good question. I actually look up to everyone in the peloton. Um... But I think maybe it's still Annemiek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also like all the Dutch riders, it's really inspiring. Uh, um, yeah, how good they are in cycling. And it's also now like the women in the peloton are really fighting for women's cycling, which for me and also for you probably as a young rider is really inspiring yeah. to see. And now we really have an example, examples to look at. And yeah, I really hope uh, they can keep, we can keep it going. What's your advice for young riders? I think my biggest advice would just be to have fun, to really love what you're doing, to enjoy what you're doing um, and just focus on yourself and your own process. Like everyone has their own pathway and their own um, improvements. And yeah, I think it's really important to just focus on yourself. That's something I have learned also. And to enjoy what you're doing because then you are making the steps and yeah just have fun racing also and learn from the races make mistakes and learn from your mistakes then and yeah I think that's my biggest advice you've got five minutes before you head down to the start of a race what's on your playlist to get you motivated um I think it should be some some Dutch 
<laughs> hard style music, um, which is actually like, it's also motivating for the race, but it also is like my head just focuses a little bit on the music and not on the nerves I feel for the race. So yeah, I'll put on that playlist. Thank you so much for joining me today, Matt. Thank you. I really love to talk to you. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode with Maud. I'd love it if you'd check me out on social media. So that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and GCN app. Thank you to everyone who supports the podcast. See you on the bike.